The other day, I googled the phrase, how to live well. 19.5 trillion entries popped up. Yikes! <laughs> uh, apparently, a lot of people have something to say on this matter, and I do as well in today's episode. But it's going to be different than what my 19.5 trillion colleagues are offering up, I'm sure of that. But... Before we get into all this, here's Carol. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Thanks, Carol. And yes, it's me, John Sertalic. I am your award-winning author and relationship coach, here to help you find more joy in the relationships God designed for you. Now, if you're new to the podcast, the easiest way to access upcoming episodes is to go to johnsertalic.com and click on the follow or subscribe button. That's John with an H and Sertalic with a C at the beginning and the end and a bunch of letters in the middle, dot <laughs> com. After doing that, you'll then get a brief email from me each week with a link to the latest episode, together with a description of what it's about. Today's episode, number 168, is about a really important relationship God designed for you and me, namely, a relationship with Him. It's where we'll find the greatest amount of joy, for He teaches us how to live well in so many practical ways. For example, he devoted a whole book of the Bible to this subject, drawing from the life of Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. I'll read from the first chapter of this book from the Bible, the book of Proverbs, and then comment from time to time as I read. It's only 33 verses, so it won't take long. And as I read, Notice the contrast between people who are wise and those who are not. And notice the practical advice Solomon has for how to live well here in the 21st century. So it begins as this. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Wow, that's a, that's a great introduction. It's whetted my appetite for sure. Back to chapter 1 of the book of Proverbs, verse 5. Let the wise listen to these Proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in these Proverbs and parables and the words of the wise and their riddles. Huh, that's interesting, exploring the meaning of these Proverbs. Yeah, it's not something that you just do once and you're done involves exploration. Verse 7. 
Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Now, the fear of the Lord is not about being afraid of God, not at all. It really is in the context of of having deep respect and reverence for God. That's the meaning of fear of the Lord in this context. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Interesting contrast between people who are foolish and those who are wise. Solomon goes on to say in verse 8, My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, come and join us. Let's hide and kill someone just for fun. Let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come, throw your lot in with us. We'll all share the loot. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. But these people set an ambush for themselves. They are trying to get themselves killed. Such is the fate of all who are greedy for money. It robs them of life. Interesting how money comes into all of this. Being greedy for money. Well, back to Solomon in Proverbs 1, verse 20. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street, to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. So I will laugh when you are in trouble. I will mock you when disaster overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster engulfs you like a cyclone, and anguish and distress overwhelm you. When they cry for help, I will not answer. Though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me, for they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. 
or simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. Isn't that an interesting conclusion, this last verse, verse 33 of Proverbs 1? But all who listen to me, namely wisdom, all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. lot to chew on there. So, what does all of this mean for you? You know, if you start going through the 19.5 trillion Google entries for how to live well that I mentioned in the beginning, I'm sure you'll find some things that sound attractive. But most of them are about behavior. Solomon, however, takes it a step further and talks about behavior rooted in our relationship with God and our reverence for Him and all that He stands for. And this raises the question for all of us. Namely, how much do my values align with God's values? Well, here's the main takeaway that I hope you remember from today's episode. The answer to how to live well is found in growing in wisdom by looking beyond ourselves. It's to live in reverence for God and embrace what is important to Him and then live accordingly. Well, I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. In closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show. To ask yourself, how are you living? How are you growing wiser as you allow the Spirit of God to teach you how to live well? For when you do, it will help you experience the joy of relationships God intends for you. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's it for today. Please consider telling others about the podcast if you think it would be interesting and helpful to them. And then don't forget to spread a little relational sunshine around the people you meet this week. Spark some joy for them. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now.